Good afternoon, Bob the Inquisitive Gardener here. Today, Sunday, May 2nd, it is wet, cloudy, with a bit of sun. Raining for several days, and we have several more days rain to come. 11 degrees Celsius, it's way too early to be planting anything outside yet. I have made my annual seed exchange, a plant exchange, I should say, with my friend Scott. He gave me two beautiful beefsteak tomatoes yet, which are still indoors. It's way too cold. I'll put them outside. This is the perfect weather for uh, blight to occur, cool and damp. So they won't be going out for a while. Where I'm going to put them, I don't know yet, but that's a decision that will come up when it's time to think about it. I gave Scott some glass gem corn. I have still lots of seeds. If anyone really wants some, you send me a self-addressed stamped envelope or send me a message and we'll go from there. As long as you pay the postage, I'm good. I'm also putting in mammoth sunflowers, which I gave to Scott as well. And I have a number of native plants. I noticed today that my uh, butterfly weed, the one for the monarch butterflies, is coming up. So I'm looking forward to putting that outside, probably around my uh, garden, but I might put a couple on my decks and containers. Don't know, again, still in that planning stage. Over the last while, in addition to discussing what I believe is one of the most important parts of permaculture, the ethics, I've been talking about social permaculture. Social permaculture is in a perfect way of reflecting on all three ethics. Care for the planet, care for Earth, and take your responsibility for your own consumption and production. Because social permaculture is based upon cooperation between all elements that inhabit an ecosystem, and so is permaculture. Social permaculture, permaculture meets the needs and the criteria for being an appropriate part of any permaculture design course, study, or discussion. Great to grow food. It's a wonderful go to food. It's wonderful go to food in a way that regenerates the planet. These are important. People should do those things. However, we are the problem. We need to change. How we run the world, how we interact with each other, how we decide who gets to vote to make, create laws and bylaws that guide how we behave or we suffer penalties for. That needs to change. It needs to be much more inclusive. The people who are directly affected by a problem need to be part of the solution. This is a lesson I learned while working on anti-poverty work and food security issues back in Thunder Bay and over the years since then. In Thunder Bay, we had a very powerful food security committee and it was in doing the work for that committee that I came across permaculture in maybe 1998, 97. I read some of the stuff Bill Mollison put out and realized this is where I'm heading. I used what I knew then to help design the Campbellton Community Garden. I've used that technique in designing my own things and gardening for other people. I've given lectures and talks and exchanges based on incorporating permaculture principles into garden design, you know, some small people just want to grow some flowers. How can you do that in the best way possible? What else could you put in? I always recommend a mixed planting, herbs, flowers, and vegetables, for example. 
an English cottage garden, or more importantly, is one example, is a much more controlled example than I'm thinking of, but a food forest is an excellent model. If you're interested in a home yard food forest, take a look at the um, books by... Uh, Gaia's Garden by Toby Hemingway. The second edition is a really good book. The first edition is worth reading too. But if you're a home-scale gardener and you want to put this permaculture design, build your own food forest or whatever, this is a book that I would recommend reading. A second book is off-topic, and I'm going to talk about that at the end of this podcast. It's about plant identification. I think it's one of the best books in. It's by Thomas J. Elpel. You can look that up. I'll give you more details on that later. Humans are social beings. Where we meant to live harmonious with all the other beings that happen in our ecosystem, that share our ecosystem. It's more a sharing cooperative living. We require each other. may not know what many of the functions of some of the smaller beings are in our system, and we may dislike some bees, spiders, mosquitoes, etc., because they annoy us. However, we meet, need to stop that we taking space that was originally theirs before we decide how we to respond to it. I gotta admit, I don't like bugs in my house, but in my garden, as long as there are good bugs, and if there's enough good bugs, they'll eat the bad bugs. Simplified version, but that is what happens. It's a beneficial relationship. And making sure all parties benefit benefit from your plan is the essence of permaculture. So coming back to the humans are social beings. We are meant to live harmoniously with all beings that inhabit our ecosystems. Permaculture designed methodology was created to achieve just that. So when you want to design committee structures, municipal structures, planning boards, creating up guidance committees, steering committees, research groups, whatever social organization you're considering, Remember inclusivity, making sure that everyone who needs to be at the table is at the table. Now, on second note on why I believe social permaculture is essential is that it can be, you can follow through all the 12 principles. Take with observe and interact. In order to create a community organization and if you drop in Permaculture Canada, you can see a few of them that have been created by permaculture designers across the country, mostly in the States, but still. I've set up a few co-ops based on that model myself, two to be exact. But observe and interact is one of the fundamental rules. You need to meet and understand the system you're working with. This can take time. When I move to a new community, I don't jump in right away. I sit around, see who's what, understand the relationships that are going on the best I can, look at a point where I can enter into the dif- discussion, bring in what I offer, and go from there. My work on food security and anti-poverty taught me this, and taught me it well. We were effective. We helped people through community gardens and other programs. We hooked up with the public health nurse. They took care of the 
public health aspects, making food cupboards, food pantries, and stuff like that for people who didn't have enough food. We also work with food banks to help them get more money and more food intention. But our, my main focus was on building community gardens, a place where people can go and help themselves while helping others. Community gardens are a great place to get the understanding of observe and interact, but more important, cooperation between all the elements of an ecosystem. Remember, humans are the problem. Humans are the solution. That's it for today. Happy gardening. Have a great week. Bob, the Inquisitive Gardener.